0: This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in throwback Thursday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. Thanks for being with us. We're happy to be here. I am Danny Williams. Jake Myers here as well. We um, we got a good one here today for you guys. Tomorrow, Jake's not here, so today, second half of the show, Jake kind of gives his breakdown of the game. want to see what he's feeling about how this game is going to play itself out, um, man. You know, to to uh, magnify, it might just be another game for the Chiefs, mm-hmm. but it's the biggest game in six years, really, truly, madly, deeply since Super Bowl Fifty. This mean uh, this game would mean so much for the comeback of the Denver Broncos. Okay, it would mean right. everything, man. Um, uh, just the validation of, um, you know, the ship headed in the right direction, a big time marquee victory against um, one of the NFL's best. You couldn't understate it, what it would mean and do for the Broncos brand. You really can't, Jake. Um Could they pull something like this off? That's where we're at here. That's like the tingle in my belly. I told you I went from Monday. We always talk about like the progression of the feeling that we have inside of our body um, as the week goes along um after with a, this team
1: after a win you're feeling
0: good well you're feeling really good you come back down to earth on Tuesday yesterday I tried to justify um like the justify your love like that Janet Jackson song right um I'll try to justify reasons why the Broncos can in fact win this game and maybe not even win this game maybe, no not even win this game really stay within the 10 points yeah stay within the 10 points that's all you can ask for I think that's kind of all you can ask where, like, the truth is, and we talk about, like, uh, simulations, let's run those sims real quick. Boop, beep, beep. Beep, beep, boop, beep, beep. You know, you sim this game out t- uh, 10,000 times. Chiefs win 27 to 17. Boom. You know, Broncos defense keeps them kind of in the game. Uh, enough to where the Chiefs don't go crazy and get into the 30s or even the 40s. And the Broncos offense um, sputters as they do kind of every other week their way to 17 or 20 points. That's – but, again, that's the most likely outcome over 10,000 simulations. I'd say in 1,500 of those simulations, 2,000 of those simulations, the Broncos win a close game. Broncos find a way to win a close game against all of the analytical stuff that might say the Chiefs aren't as good – as they were in previous years, it's the eye test for me. And we know that they're four and seven against the spread this year. So if you're talking about, um, you know, betting the Broncos plus 10 points, well, it's a pretty good bet. That's a smart bet. It's a pretty good bet. That's probably a favor- favorable, uh, real favorable. Why can't I say it? favorable bet there you go. and uh, thank you and um i bet you a lot of people when you see you know parlay guys or guys on the twitter or whatever mr uh um uh, handicapper guy will have the broncos plus 10 and you know out there is some good bets or best bets for the week um you know yeah. you said something earlier and you said that this is probably just another game
1: for the chiefs yeah i don't think so you think I this think, is bigger than that i think the broncos are on their radar I think they, they've seen what the Broncos have done so far this year, and they realize that this game is just as big for them as it could be for the Broncos. Well,
0: I'm sure that that's what Coach Reed is pushing and this you know, is for first place. putting out there. And uh, I'm sure he's telling these guys that, you know, how we talked about, you know, how in the hell the Jaguars beat the Bills and and kind of so on there. Yeah. Um, I don't want to start saying, well, anything can happen on any given weekend because I don't really believe that that's kind of true. The best teams kind of win most of the time and the bad teams um, don't win. But the Broncos are somewhere now kind of in between. And what we talked about that I liked today on the show was um, we went through like all of the teams in the NFL that are kind of – flirting with 500, fledgling um, teams, um, maybe one step forward propels them to the playoffs, one step backward buries them. And my point to that was, John Fox used to talk about the season is four quarters, four games, four games, four games, four games. games. And he would take the you know those quarters of seasons as a whole and what you were trying to do was be a winner in every quarter go 3 and 1 or 4 and 0 oh in each block uh, no worse than 2 and 2 well with 17 games you can't do that anymore and i actually think the way that this season is kind of trending in in um You know, um, moving towards as, you know, we have a new 17-game season is the good, there's three chunks, three quarters of a season. I think that's what's happening here. And that the good teams are going to win two out of those three, you know, chunks and get themselves to 10, 11, 12 wins and have one little skid out month. The Bills just pooped their pants in November. (laughs) You know, there's been some teams that, you know, the same thing with the Cowboys. Uh, in the NFC, right? Right. So I think those good teams, uh, I'm not saying the Cowboys will. Um, we'll get back on track. The Bills are going to have a, a, a good uh, last quarter of the season and find themselves um, back on top of that division and uh, a threat in the playoffs. I, that's what I believe, okay? There's also teams that... During that first quarter chunk, Jake, like we said, mm-hmm. played their best football. Give me some of those teams. Obviously you got the Raiders. Step you know, um, just uh, world beaters, first five or six games just look great. The Bengals, Cowboys. Bengals were playing maybe
1: not. Maybe not. They they played really great football to start the You're season. You're talking about off. the Bengals? Yeah. Well
0: the Bengals are somewhere in that in between. Right. They're this last quarter of the season gonna have their season defined by again, they had a hiccup there. Um they're progressing they're progressing in the right direction. That was a big um Maybe what the Broncos might have in some comp with the Chiefs this weekend, the Bengals' victory over the Steelers last week was like, this is my division now, I'm taking your powers away from you type of win. Yes. The Broncos, the circumstances, the makeup is a little bit different, but I think that the uh, meaningfulness of that game is we're seeing that. We will see that here um, with the Broncos, and I hope that comes. That's when we start talking about heart and character and gut check stuff, the gritty gutty, yeah. I mean, you know, the stuff that people might not really think exists. Well, they're all pros. They don't want to try hard, all that kind of stuff. No, I'd fucking differ, I'd beg to differ. I think there's five or six guys on some teams that got bigger hearts that bleeds more blood and pumps more blood through it. And their character and their brain power is just a little more savvy and sophisticated and their willpower is stronger. I think there's five, six, seven guys on good teams that have that that the five, six, seven guys on other teams that are supposed to be their best players don't have, Jake. Yeah. I swear to you. God, like, why wouldn't we? If if we're measuring, the one thing we can't measure, sorry to interrupt you, is their brain power of guys. Mm -hmm. That's why they shrink these guys at the combine. They're asking this guy, this. They asked Des Bryant if his mom was a prostitute. I mean, asking guys, weird, crazy, what would you do if you were going to kill a guy? What would you use to do it? I mean, like, serious, <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, these are the questions they ask these guys. So they're trying to get inside of these guys' heads because they can't measure brain like they do vertical, long jump, sprint, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So, And, <sighs> you know, you say
1: that you know that some of these players have more heart than others, and you know that makes all the difference. And for bad teams, there's going to be those four or five guys, instead of having more heart, they just want to pay play for the check. All well, the going they, gets
0: tough, and the tough gets going.
1: Yeah, they they're not there to to win games. They they're not there to give full effort. They they're there for themselves and their that's family. The,
0: after it's about me, that's the bailout, and that's the you know that's when the, all the crumble comes down. That's the when difference. you're not playing for your teammates and for each other. When you're playing for I'm on my rookie deal, still underpaid. I'm uh got to protect myself for that contract. I become mm-hmm. a free agent at the end of this year. That's you know that's again it's the, that's the difference from the great teams. Well, what it takes is crazy. We could talk for the next hour, two hours, about all the things that go in and it takes to put a field on the team, coordinated and prepared, physically and ready mentally to go to war with their opponent and actually find a way to win the game. I mean, all of the things. That's why you're like, damn, do you really need... 40 freaking coaches on that team and the quality control guys and all that. You kind of do, man. You do. There's no stone left unturned, Jake. You know, it really is like that. So, um, you know, we went in five different directions. We're going in five different directions with this. But, you know, the Broncos have to prove themselves worthy. This is a real, real litmus uh, test here and measuring stick standard here of a game that's going to tell the Broncos exactly where they are in this league in the hierarchy and within this division um, matching up against their biggest rival and foe who looks at them. I'm hoping like an inferior opponent and they get punched right in the face in the first quarter. So, okay, halftime. Uh, DraftKings is a partner in this podcast. We don't do this podcast without our partners. Uh, in uh, it, the DraftKings Sportsbook, they're they're an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We love these guys. The website is awesome. It's uh, the app easy, easy to navigate and use. To Uh, deposit your money to withdraw your money to make your bet to jump in on a live bet to um, put that same game parlay together that like really nobody has except for these guys very few places have them um, where you combine multiple bets from inside of one game for a a big payout Um, plus when you got promos and hookups like we have right now new customers okay you guys you bet one dollar on any team to score you win a hundred dollars in free bets simple You're like, uh, what? I need to hear that again. I need to write, um, sounds a little fishy to me. No fishy. No, not fish. Not fish at all. No fish. Uh, no stinky fish. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS. Bet $1 in any team to score, and you win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code MHS this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, Jake. So... Um, you're not here on Fridays. I do the podcast with Danny Bailey on Fridays, So I kind of like that you on Thursdays, give us your inside look on how your game is going to play out, um, on Sunday. So why don't we do that? Uh, give us your, the total is 47 and a half points ish. Yeah. Um, the spread is 10, so we can't go with a nine and a half or a ten a We're going to go right with that 10, which makes it, you know, difficult to pick. I think. Um, because like we said, if we simulated this game out, that's where the numbers come from. You know, it's not just one guy saying, uh, okay, minus 10. Okay, uh, Ravens uh, minus three and a half. Right. It's, there's a, so much more that goes into it, and that's what should and is supposed to happen. How do you see this game playing out, Jake?
1: So I've been turned from the yes. blowout that I thought it would be okay. to a close game. But I still think the, Bronco, the Broncos are going to lose this game. I see a, a, an over. You it? Know, what is it? Just four, you said 47 47 and a half, and a half. 29, 23 Chiefs. Ooh, okay. Um, you know I think that that's a narrow over. It, it it's just on that over. Okay. That's, you know, that's I think that's
0: actually that's four or five points. That's a comfortable over actually. When I think, you when you lose games by half point, keep going.
1: I think that for the Broncos to win this game, they're gonna have to run the ball, control the clock, keep Mahomes off the field, and win the turnover battle. It's clear, clear, clear as day. That is the game plan for the Broncos to win. But I just don't see them winning the turnover battle. I, I, I think Mahomes and the Chiefs' offense has put it together, and they, they fixed a lot of their problems that they've had earlier in the year, and that's why they're on this four-game winning streak and why they're one of the hottest teams in the league right now. Okay,
0: um, They've played some poop teams, though.
1: This is true. So the true. four
0: wins, three of those wins were not impressive at all against in, like not great opponents.
1: That's another reason and why they I almost think it's close.
0: like survived. But again, you can't take the fucking win away. They won the games. They hammered the Raiders, but a Raiders team that were like the wheels are coming off and all of the stuff that people thought with the Gruden stuff—that's all affecting them now a little bit, a couple few weeks later than they initially would have thought. So, <clears throat> um. I don't need you to, you know, go play by play, quarter by quarter, but I want you to tell me what happens at the end of the first quarter. Tell me a halftime score. Tell me who um, you see being a difference maker in this game. And and 29 to 23 could tell me that Broncos could be driving down the field and the ugly turnover cost them maybe the game. Or on the other hand, the Broncos have some kind of slim lead. Chiefs go put a long drive together to win the game, take all the time off the clock and you know, leave 30 seconds for the Broncos to uh, not get it, it to into the end zone for what they would need um to um win the game. Tie right. the game and then win the game 29-23.
1: So the Broncos are undefeated when they are winning at halftime.
0: Oh, cool. I like that. But that's not that very ends, often that they do that. That that ends this this week. So they're up at halftime they're, in this game. I love that.
1: At the first quarter they come out hot. They're okay. ready. You know, after that big win against the Chargers and all the hype around this game, they're, okay. they're amped. They're Hot ready to the go. for the
0: Broncos, three co- drives in the first quarter. How many points? I'm
1: going to say 13 points okay. in the first I was going to
0: say 10 to 14, but 13 is isn't between there. Yeah. I like that. Okay. 13 points in I the love first that. quarter. Okay. They get
1: two field goals and a tutty, okay. and the Chiefs have seven. It's 13-7 after the first quarter. Okay, Broncos get um, a another touchdown.
0: And in they, the second quarter? In
1: the second quarter. Okay. And it becomes 20 to, four, uh, 20 to 14 at half.
0: Okay. 20 and to 14 half. And the Broncos only score one, uh, one more. Then they get a field score goal. score any points in the second half. Chiefs defense. Okay.
1: Yeah, they start to, you know, turn the ball over a little bit. I see a Melvin Gordon fumble. Yeah. I see uh, three and outs. I see bad play calling from Pat Shermer in, in the second half. And, and the Chiefs roll for the second half. Okay. I, um, and, and they win 29-23.
0: Okay, I will accept that. Um, these losses you know, have come in different shapes and sizes and different packages. I really believe the body at work for the Broncos this season, other than one ugly loss against the Raiders, has been pretty f- strong. They haven't been blown out, um, only against the Ravens. In a game where, in a weird lot of ways, they were in it. They just could, like, zero generate any points at all. And even if they would have scored, a, you know, seven more points, you know, six more points to two figgles, the complexion of that game would have been a little bit different. Right. Um, I will make my predictions, in, you know, tomorrow. We'll do all that tomorrow. Um, good week of podcasts think it's been with, like, the mood and the tempo and, like, the temperament and the vibe. Hasn't this been different than any other week? 100%. Even on the weeks that we were, like, 3-0, and 2-0, and even in the weeks where after we came off, like, the Dallas win, that felt a little less – that felt hollow, a little hollow or something. Well, it's early. Earlier yeah, this, in the season. This one feels like we're at week 13 and the Broncos are playing in a big game. And like we said, like I said at the beginning of the, of the pod – there's going to be four teams, Jake, or five teams that are all. When I had these standings here, watch this. Um, these are not the division leaders. These are the wild cards. Wild card: Bills seven and four, Dolphins five and seven, Bengals seven and four, Browns six and six, Steelers five five and one, Colts six and six, Chargers six and five, Broncos six and five, Raiders six and five. I mean, I just gave you seven in uh, the AFC alone, basically 500 or playoff contending teams. Three of those teams, Jake, surge down the stretch and play their best football down the stretch. It might not be who we think it is, um, and the Broncos might in the end not even have the makeup to pull that kind of stuff off. But we're here. It's possible. I actually think they have a chance to play some of their best stuff down the stretch. I do believe that because the putting together of the product with Teddy and all that kind of stuff – that stuff takes time, mm-hmm. and um, I think they're going to have a chance, a chance Jake, to play their best football down the stretch. That's the Broncos Blitz podcast. We're done. Jake, great job. Uh, we'll, Jake will be doing the radio show tomorrow with me, as usual. No big deal. So check that out at 9 a.m. Mile High Sports Radio, milehighsports.com, 98.1 FM, uh, FM in town. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably listen to the podcast. You probably know where to find podcasts, but do it anywhere. Like you can find anywhere in the podcast land, speakers our speaker, uh, Google, Spotify, Spotify, Apple Play, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then Mile High Sports too. The Mile High Sports at MileHighSports.com, which is an absolute absolute juggernaut. Check us out there. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Go Broncos. Good night, Sheila. Good night.